Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. What is the difference between the words equity and equality? You may say, well, not much. You can pretty much interchange those words into whatever sentence you're trying to fit because they pretty much mean the same thing. But there is a difference, just like there's a difference between the words fair versus just. Again, you may not really see much of a difference there, and you may say this is just kind of crazy, but um, the Bible says that God is a just God but it never says that he's a fair God. Let me give you an example. Deuteronomy 32.4 says this, says, The rock, his word is perfect, for all his ways are just. A God of faithfulness is without injustice, righteousness, and upright is he. So you see what this... Scripture is saying, it's saying that God is a just God, but nowhere in there does it ever say that he's a fair God. And and it's an awesome thing that God is just and not fair. When I was a kid, I was the king of the phrase, it's not fair. <laughs> you, you may know of a few kids just like this. It just seemed like everything that uh, was out of balance or, or uh, wasn't even uh, was not fair. And there, and, and there had to be fairness in the world. And, and, and of course, you know, my parents would always say, well, life's not fair, right? <laughs> you can see that one coming. And, and I had to learn that as a lesson, that life is not fair. Because the definition of fair is getting what you deserve. We don't always get what we deserve. And oftentimes we get what we deserve when we don't really want to get what we deserve, right? And so it's good that God is not a fair God, because if that was the case, we would get what we deserve. And when we separate ourselves from God, what we deserve is death. Because because God is life, right? I mean, God is life. And if we want to separate ourselves from God, which is the definition of sin, separating from God, then we are separating ourselves from life. So what do we deserve? Well, we deserve death because that's what we've chosen. Biblical references to the word Justice mean, quote, to make right. Justice is, first and foremost, a relational term. People living in right relationship with God and one another and the natural creation, as God is just and loving, so we are called to do justice and live in love. That comes directly from world vision. So since God is just, He made a way for us to have life because God is just, not fair, but God is just. He made this way for us to have life. But to do that, 
he had to pay what we deserve, and that was death. And this was the only way to maintain justice. Are you with me here? This is the only way that God could maintain justice was to pay the debt that we owed. So it is fair that God made some of us with with, with more athletic ability than others. Is, is it fair? No. It's not fair that that there's those that, that can jump out of the building and and uh, and just just ooze with athletic ability. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 not. But God is not fair; He is just. So we get the terms equity and equality, and we see the same type of thing. They may sound very similar, but Equality refers to equal opportunity. Equity refers to equal outcomes. All right, let me let me explain. So again, when I was a kid, one of my very very first jobs was picking strawberries. So I grew up in the in the Pacific Northwest, where there's lots and lots of strawberry fields, and of course strawberries are really short. <laughs> They're really short plants. They grow really close to the ground. <laughs> And I was even then kind of a tall guy, so I kind of looked like a giraffe trying to drink water when I was trying to pick strawberries. So it just wasn't a really good job for me. <laughs> and and the other, but the other, the other problem that I had when it came to picking strawberries and not making a lot of money at it was that I really loved eating strawberries, <laughs> and so so I would I would come upon you know this really nice you know red, ripe, it might even be like a double where two of them are like, you know, joined together at the hip and, oh man, I just, they're just so good. So juicy. And you would pick one and you say, oh, I gotta have that. You know, I gotta eat that. So I'd eat that one, you know, and, and of course it wasn't too much farther down the row and, oh man, look at that one. And, and it's just, it just kind of never ends. Right. And one day I'm picking down my row and I think I'm probably doing pretty good, but I, I knew that I needed to pick more or they were not going to invite me back out to the field. And, and I'm trying to get my crate filled with these strawberries. And the next row over is this, this really kind of old man tell he'd been out in the sun most of his life. And, and he, he had this, this uh, bucket, this little like coffee can on a little hook that hooked onto his belt. And, and he was just picking away, just, I mean, just like, like nobody's business, he'd pick into this bucket and then he, then later he would go put them into his crate. Whereas I would, you know, pick one up and I'd go put it in my crate and then come back and, you know, that type of thing. So he, he looked at me when he got up close, uh, kind of side by side in rows there. And he said, you know, he said, can I give you a piece of advice? He said, can, can, can I tell you a little bit about how to do better at picking strawberries? And I said, yeah, yeah, I'd love it. He said, what you need to do is you need to make sure that you put more into the crate than you do into your mouth. <laughs> it was a good piece of advice because I, I tried to count how many strawberries I ate and, you know, you kind of lose count, but it... it the, the, the facts that remained that I would pick maybe one or two crates and he, he would go through a whole, a whole stack of crates. Uh, he, 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 he picked way more strawberries than I did. 
Now, were, was everything equal? Yeah, our rows were virtually the same. Um, we started at one end, then we started at the same end, and we, and, and we would keep on going. But he picked so many more strawberries than I did and, and got them in the crates. Now, that meant that we had equality, but we didn't have equity. Equity would have said that he would have had to give some of his, his strawberries to me. And then that way we could have had an equal number of strawberries to weigh in. But that isn't what we were going for. We were going for equality, which meant equal opportunity, not equal outcome. You see, things have changed in our society from making the opportunities for someone equal to making the outcomes of everyone equal. August 19th of last year, uh, an article came out, uh, the uh, American conservative and uh, Ron Dreher is the one who wrote this. And I, I, I kind of liked it. I want to read a little bit of it uh, for you here. And it says, a reader who works for a federal agency, uh, he asked me not to disclose which one, uh, writes about his recent experience in a leadership training program. And so listen to this. 20% of the training, that was a whole day's worth, is devoted to woke diversity. He said, I have spent decades in liberal bastions of academia, student, uh, grad student, uh, professor uh, on on the tenure track, uh, and federal government. Diversity has been preached as a good in unto itself, but diversity trainings have changed over time. They have become much more woke, he said. Number one, um, equity instead of equality. Equality is no longer the goal, he says. Rather, equity and ensuring equal outcomes is. For the example uh, were, uh, were to uh, pay bonuses and, and raises, our, our actual pay, um, were provided uh, the same across racial groups. The trainer did not mention equality or equal opportunity at all during the sessions. It was all about equity and equal outcomes. So it does not matter how good you are at your job everyone should get the same pay for the same position. Now, that's the difference between equity and equality. Number two, allyship. It is no longer acceptable for people to ex uh, exhibit tolerance. We must be allies who accept and embrace however people identify themselves. One of the largest topics was allyship, particularly for the LGBTQ. I must accept and embrace sinful behavior or else. I can't just tolerate and work with people fairly. I must embrace all aspects of them and their behavior. So, obviously, tolerance of those that see certain behaviors as wrong or sinful is is bad. We need to not have tolerance for or acceptance of people who believe differently than us, right? <laughs> I, 
I mean, this, this is, this is not tolerance. The training, he says, number three, had the beginnings of a struggle session. The facilitator stressed repeatedly and, and, and at length that we need to make ourselves uncomfortable by self-introspection and that we should change our beliefs. So here we go again, right? We need to change, not accept people different than, than them. You see how this is not tolerance. This is not acceptance of how I believe. This is just acceptance of whatever they believe. Number four, the facilitator repeatedly associated the term fair and balanced with bigoted and biased people whom actions are clearly discriminatory. This is in the Trump administration is, is where he, he had, had this training. He says, I can't even begin to imagine how bad things how bad things will become when this training is given in uh, to the Biden administration. But this is the over, uh, carryover from the Obama administration, actually. One of the major uh, initiatives from the Obama administration was the, quote, cultural transformation, unquote. And it increases in the civil rights HR staff. Those same people who are hired then are still in here now, he says. Please understand clearly this what this federal agency manager is saying. It is not enough to be fair and tolerant. You must affirm or you are seen as a bigot. People also really need to educate themselves on the difference between equity and equality. You see the word equity used a lot in these, you know, diversocrats, as he calls them. And it's it's very easy to think that it's just a synonym for equality. Not so, Professor Jeff Pilot, uh, as as a uh, has a good piece up in the Law and Liberty site explaining how equity really means the end of equality. And here, here's just an excerpt. Official policy recommendations no longer argue for racial uh, equality, but for equity. The transition has been so seamless and so uncommented upon that its occurrence may strike the observer as inconsequential. Many, to the degree they reflect on the change in usage, might regard the words as synonyms. But for those of us who cling to the rapidly diminishing view that words are carriers of meaning and uh, uh, semantic discussions matter, especially if we have any hope of being precise, the substitution of equity for equality has serious consequences. Paulette explains that that equity means in the mouth of the woke. It means tearing down any and all structural barriers that these ideologues believe uh, stand in the way of, of equal outcomes. It means no end of destruction for the sake of creating utopia. For the new discourses site points out, uh, quote, where uh, 
equity means that citizens, uh, citizen A and citizen B are treated equally. Equity means, quote, adjusting shares in order to make citizen A and citizen B equal, unquote. Therefore, equity requires giving some identity groups privileges in order to redress the perceived imbalance. This is the thinking behind the, quote, white parents podcast, nice white parents podcast. It's about race and inequity uh, in the New York uh, City public schools. The reporter uh, and, and says that, that in one episode, quote, I think the only way you equalize schools is by recognizing this fact and trying wherever possible to suppress the power of white parents, unquote. So there you have it. The only explanation for you know, disparate education outcomes between races in the public schools is white racism. The only solution to you know, redistributing power away from white parents. This is precisely why the New Discourses calls for equity crusade, a form of social communism. If you aren't familiar with this specialized vocabulary that diversity and inclusion activists and bureaucrats use, you will not see coming the kinds of racial changes they want to make. And that's why we're talking about the difference between equity and equality. And lastly, let me direct you to uh, Glenn Stanton of the uh, Daily Citizen. He says, these two words have been appearing more often in our nation's political dialogue. When it comes to uh, helping all American citizens take full use of the opportunities, our unique form of government and economics provide that they both strong and positive sounding words, almost as if they simply they are simply different ways of saying everyone should be treated fairly and equally, right? This is not what both words mean. President Biden signed an executive order on the topic his first hours in office entitled, quote, Advancing Racial Equity and Supporting the Underserved Communities Through the Federal Government, unquote. This sounds like something any person of goodwill would be completely supportive of, right? But racial equity is something altogether different than racial equality. Vice President Kamala Harris, two days before our national election, tweeted a video of uh, to her followers explaining this exact thing. Quote, there's a big difference, she says, between e- equality and equity. And she she explained this. She is correct. And it is important all Americans understand the difference. President Biden's executive order mentions equ- equity 21 times, while equality is never mentioned. So what is the difference? Well, Mike Gonzalez, a senior fellow at the Heritage Foundation, Allison Center for Foreign Policy, recently explained that in the Biden-Harris usage, Equity has now come to mean the functional opposite of equality. Gonzalez explains that equality 
means equal treatment to all citizens, such as the Constitution calls for in the Clause of the 14th Amendment that deals with equal protection of laws. Equity means treating Americans unequally to ensure that outcomes are equalized. The old, tired, and failed Marxism standard. Equality is the essential ideal that everyone should have the same and equal opportunity when it comes to race. This is the American ideal guaranteed to all Americans in our, in our Constitution, and it demonstrates why slavery and every other unequal treatment under the law based on race failed to live up to those ideals. Equi- equity, however, doesn't mean everyone gets an equal and fair place to do their best at the starting line. Equity, as it is being used today, means adjusting the race itself so that everyone is guaranteed to end up at the same place at the end of the race, regardless of effort. Do you understand what he's saying here? So in a, in a, in a race, if we're running a race, instead of starting everybody out in the same place so they have equal opportunity to win the race, you would start everybody out so that you made sure that everybody finished at the finish line at the same time. This is precisely the message Politico presents in their own affirming explanation of the difference in the two words. And Politico, obviously, not a very conservative site, right? The Politico host explains this is a distinction that goes markedly further than anything President Obama ever considered in his administration's work for racial equality. Quote, this is a bunch, I'm sorry, this is a much more central part of the conversation in the Biden administration than it was even in the Obama administration. I think that's partly because there's a whole new wave of progressives who are older and care about this more, unquote. Politico also explained the significance and the uh, expansiveness of this dramatic shift in the new administration's plans, far beyond anything President Obama ever envisioned. Quote, already equity is an organizing principle of every policy prescription Biden has put forward so far, from housing to climate change, unquote. So let me just say this. We need to watch out that we don't fall into the trap of trying to make everything fair. I was wrong, okay? (laughs) I'll admit it. I was wrong as a kid when I just said, that's not fair. (laughs) That's not fair. That's not fair. (laughs) Of course it's not fair. It's not fair because life is not fair. Not everything is fair. And that's okay. If we have equality in opportunity, now that's what we're should, we should be striving for. But equality of outcome is not something that we can do. We can't make every outcome equal. As, as communism showed us, when you want to make everybody equal, you, you always have to bring the top down. You can never bring everybody from the bottom up. It's, that's just the way it works. When you, the, the USSR 
Russia, when when they were trying to do this, um, they they tried to give everybody a job. So they, they would say they have no unemployment. And the part of the reason for that was everybody was forced to work. And you didn't get to pick what you wanted to do as a job. <laughs> they would pick that for you. And everybody got the same amount. Everybody got paid. Well, except obviously the, the very higher ups. <laughs> that That's always the way it works, right? But everybody would get the pay, uh, paid the same amount, no matter what job they were doing. So this the guy that was uh, working on their nuclear program, he got paid the same as the guy who literally they had this. This literally was was a actual job. He would sit there. They would have a guy sit in a room on a chair so that he would show up, sit on the chair, and watch one light bulb. And he would have to watch that light bulb until it went out. And when it went out, he would go to the storage room, he would get a another light bulb, and he would go change that light bulb and go back and sit down in his chair. That was his job. And he got paid the same as everybody else because there was equality of outcome or equity of outcome. Everybody was equal because they all got paid the same, right? But was that fair? <laughs> was that what we should be striving for? Of course not. And so what we see today when we, we hear the words equality and equity, they don't mean the same thing. And we need to understand that. If we're going to have a civil discourse and we're going to have a positive discussion about things, we cannot be talking about two different things. When we, what we want is equality. We want the equal out, uh, not equal outcome. We want equal opportunity. When it comes to equal outcome, that is not what we want. We can't have equal outcome. That is not going to happen. We need to have equal opportunity. And so understanding these type of terms is something we definitely need to do in order to move forward. And if you uh, may disagree, you may agree with me. I would love to hear from you. And you can always go to our website, Uncommon Sense Podcast. That's UncommonSensePodcast.com. You can go there and we would love to hear from you. Uh, go ahead and, and email us. We'll uh, obviously respond to each and every one that we get. And uh, thank you very much for listening.